Hello America, welcome to the Carter Report. Thanks for joining us. Our topic today is a sensational one, the last international sign before Armageddon. This is going to lay down a program for meetings like the Mark of the Beast and the man with the number 666. You won't hear this every Sunday in church. The Carter Report investigates the mysteries of the past as it seeks to interpret amazing predictions concerning our future. John Carter, scholar, writer, and traveler, invites you to join him as he unlocks mankind's most valuable treasure. Now, folk have said to me, some of us have got real problems. People have said to me, there are people who've got health problems, financial problems. And we thought tonight it would be a nice thing if we brought these problems to the Lord in prayer. I don't know how you feel about that, but I thought it would be nice if we started the meeting with prayer. And maybe there is somebody who'd like to say tonight, uh, you know, this is not to embarrass anybody, but we want to treat you like a very large extended family and say, now, if there's anybody got a problem, why don't you raise your hand and say, um, please remember me in the prayer. How about that? Let's do that tonight. There may be somebody here with a real problem. Maybe somebody who is going to the doctor tomorrow and you, you're wondering what the doctor's going to tell you. Um, I was visiting the hospital just the other day and there was a beautiful young lady just in her early 20s, just diagnosed with cancer. And I sat down beside a bed and had a prayer, and I'm glad that I did. Now, we're going to have a prayer and ask the Lord to bless us. Is there anybody here tonight who's got a problem and you'd like us to pray for you in the prayer? Would you like to raise your hand? That's a lot of us. Boy, that's a lot of us. I can raise my hand too. Let's have a prayer and we'll ask God to bless us. Dear Heavenly Father, tonight we thank you for the promise that we've read, that our God has promised to supply all of our needs now, Lord, out here in this great audience, there are people with lots and lots of needs. There could be some people, Lord, here with, with real health problems or financial problems. I don't know what their needs are. But one thing I do know, God, you know, and you have the solution to their problem tonight. Dear Lord, come very close to them and bless them. Particularly, Lord, bless the people who raise their hands. I would like you to think of those people tonight, Lord. I would like you to bless them and help them, Lord, through the crisis that they may be going through tonight. Give them your peace and give them your strength. And please answer our prayers tonight because we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. And I'm going to ask you to do something else. We're going to make a little custom of this. If you've got a problem and you want us to pray for you, would you let us know? We'd like to do that. I'd like to do that. And if God answers your prayer, I'd like you to come and tell me. And that's going to make us all feel good together. So let's do that every night. If you've got a problem, let's take it to the Lord in prayer. And I think God is going to be pleased about that. Now let's start. Would you come over here, please, to the book of Revelation? Come over here with me to Revelation. Revelation chapter 16 revelation the 16th chapter revelation chapter 16 and tonight we are going to talk about the last great international sign before the battle of armageddon has everybody here tonight got a copy of the scriptures 
You've got to see this tonight in the scriptures. Have we missed anybody? Would you raise your hand if uh, you missed out getting a copy? Would you please raise your hand so one of my beautiful usherettes can help you? Revelation 16, please. Let's start at verse 12. Revelation, the 16th chapter, and it's verse 12 and onwards. You take your time because you've got to see it with your own eyes tonight. Revelation 16, verse 12. Then the sixth angel poured out his bowl on the great river Euphrates, and as water was dried up, so that the wave of the kings of the east might be prepared. And I saw three unclean spirits like frogs coming out of the mouth of the dragon, out of the mouth of the beast, and out of the mouth of the false prophet. This is the great system of Antichrist in the last days. The dragon, the beast, and the false prophet. We'll be talking about that trinity of evil next week. Then it says, verse 14, for they are the spirits of demons performing signs, and other translations say signs and miracles, which go out to the kings of the earth and of the whole world to gather them to the battle of that great day of God Almighty. Ladies and gentlemen, listen to this. This is tremendously important. The Bible says that in the last days, demons are going to work tremendous signs and miracles. The Bible teaches that in the last days, millions, absolutely millions of people are going to be deceived. And they are going to get, we're going to see next week, they're going to get the mark of the beast through the power of miracles, signs, and wonders. Now, I know Heaps of Christian people will come to you and they'll say, if a miracle is working, they say, that is the sure proof that God is right behind it. Don't you be so certain. Did you know that the prophecies of 2 Thessalonians 2, Revelation 16 and Revelation chapter 19 tell us that in the last days, in the religious world, the vast majority of people in America and in the whole wide world are going to get the mark of the beast because they have been deceived through miracles and through signs and through wonders. You see, the devil is the great counterfeiter. And often, listen to this, because this will stun you. Often the devil hides or lurks in the robes of religion. Would you believe that? A lot of people have the idea if there are miracles on stage and people are saying, Jesus Christ, God is behind it. That is not necessarily so. Now, I know that doesn't sound very nice, but the Bible says it. I, John Carter doesn't say it. The Bible says it. And in Revelation chapter 19, it actually says that Christian people... Do you want to see that text? I wasn't going to look up the text, but I see you're looking up the text, so it looks like I've got to look up the text. I hope it is in Revelation 19. Revelation 19... Let me see. I'm looking hard. Verse 20, it's there. Saved. Revelation 19, verse 20. Look at this one, my dear friends. 
it says, then the beast was captured. Do you know who the beast is? I'll be talking about the beast on Monday and a Tuesday night. Then the beast was captured. The beast is the Antichrist. Then the beast was captured. And with him the false prophet. Ah, who is the false prophet? We'll be talking about that too. The Bible says the beast is the Antichrist. And then it says there is another power and that power is called the false prophet. Now the false prophet is not the beast and the beast is not the false prophet but they work together. And it says, and with him the false prophet who works signs in the presence, in his presence. And so the false prophet works signs or miracles in the presence of the beast by which he deceived those who received the mark of the beast and those who worshipped his image. Listen. This is not what John Carter says. The Bible says in the last days and the prophecies say it is going to start in America. I've yet to prove that to you, but I am going to prove it to you, so help me God. The Bible says that in the last days it is through the power of signs and wonders and miracles that Christian people are going to be duped into getting the mark of the beast. Isn't that significant? You know that scares me. Do you know why that scares me? Because if I can say this to you, and I think you'll agree with me, because if you were to go to 90% of Christian people and say, what is the greatest proof of the Christian religion? They would say, signs, wonders, and miracles. And it's not. Because in the last days, the Bible says, the Antichrist, and the Antichrist is not a power who is blatantly opposed to Christ. Anti in the Scriptures does not mean against. It means in the place of. The Antichrist, we are going to find out, is a power which arises in Christendom. And the Antichrist masquerading in the robes of religion works miracles, signs and wonders and people hop up and down and they shout hallelujah this is the work of God when it is the work of the Antichrist and Revelation 16 says this great tremendous spiritual movement is going to lead the world eventually to the gates of hell and the battle of Armageddon. Now, please come. Now, that's not what I'm saying. This is not my idea. It is not something I have concocted. It is not an Australianism. It is what the Bible says. And you people believe the Bible. Please come back to Revelation 16. Revelation 16, verse 14. Revelation chapter 16. And verse 14 says, For they are the spirits of demons performing signs, which go out to the kings of the earth and of the whole world to gather them to the battle of that great day of God Almighty. Behold, I'm coming as a thief. Absolutely unexpected. A thief usually doesn't send a telegram and say, I'm on my way. I can remember when our son David, who is now 21, 
why don't you say you didn't think I was old enough to have a son like that? This man said, am I old enough to have a son that, that age? Yes, I am. <laughs> now, I remember when my boy was just a little fellow, he was only a few months old, just come home just a little while from the hospital. We were living in a country town in Australia, and uh, my wife and I were sound asleep, and David was in the next room, next bedroom. We had the windows locked, and uh, it was wintertime, it was cold, and all of a sudden I heard my wife say, get out, get out. Well, I didn't know what I'd done wrong, and <laughs> I woke up, and she said, get out, and there was a man getting out the window. It's an awful funny feeling. So he got out the window, and I sort of woke up, and I found a big torch and chased him down the road. Fortunately, I didn't catch him because he was much bigger than I was. He got away, and that was one of the biggest blessings I've ever had. If I'd caught him, what would I have done with him? <laughs> so, so when we came back, I went in the next room, and uh, fortunately, David was still there. My wife was in there, of course. But there were these big footprints, mud, all over the bed where this person had forced the door, got in on the baby's bed, and walked around the room, and walked, what a cheek, walked around my bedroom when I was asleep. And then he got out the window. Now, friend, he didn't tell us when he was coming. The Bible says, Jesus says, I am coming as a thief. I saw the thief when he was going, but I didn't know when he was coming. Jesus said, we can tell when the coming is near. We talked about that last night. The Bible tells us that Jesus said there would be certain omens and there would be certain signs, ladies and gentlemen, but we cannot tell the exact day or the hour when Jesus Christ is going to come. You see? He comes as a thief. Absolutely unexpected. People are not going to be expecting it when he appears in the clouds. Then it says, verse 16, and they gathered them together into a place or to a place called in Hebrew Armageddon. Did you know that many of the world's greatest theologians, many of the world's greatest statesmen, many of the world's greatest philosophers, as well as millions of ordinary people like you and me, believe that we are approaching Armageddon. The President of the United States of America, through his reading of the Scriptures and through his reading of the prophecies, President Reagan believes that America is facing Armageddon. President Reagan is right. Armageddon, my friend, is just down the road. Now, would you please look over here at the blackboard? I wrote up a little revision of last night's meeting, put it on the blackboard with just a few other points as well. And I would like you to notice some of the omens, some of the signs of the times that the ancient prophets gave concerning our own day. 
Notice it. Number one, Revela don't look up the text. This is a summary. Revelation chapter 11, verse 18, nuclear war. The Bible says that Jesus Christ will come when the nations are destroying the earth. I want to ask you, is this happening? Do we have that possibility? Yes, we do. Number two, Jesus said that fear would, would reach out to the, to the hearts of men. Fear is a sign. Number three, 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 1 to 3 says, there will be violence. Number four, Matthew chapter 24 says, there will be a reign of unparalleled wickedness and evil in the great cities of the land, right around the world. Wickedness. Number five, which is a little hard to see, Revelation 16, verse 13, the text we read a moment ago, says there will be a revival of the occult. Oh, listen, I, look, I, I, I'm so full of this. I want to share it with you. We're, we're going to put a meeting on soon on the occult, the strange world of the occult. Did you know that perhaps the greatest or one of the most potent spiritual forces in North America today is the power of the occult. Did you know that? And also in Great Britain and in Australia, I have run series of meetings and I know what I'm talking about when I say the occult is everywhere around us and it's even in Christian churches. That is a sign. The Bible says that. Number six, the Bible says, Jesus said in Matthew 24, verse 24, there would be false Christs, and there are today. Number seven, there would be a tremendous explosion of knowledge in the last days. We talked about it last night. The Bible says many will run to and fro. Knowledge will be increased in the last days. Number eight, 2 Thessalonians chapter 2 says, the Antichrist is going to appear in Christendom. Listen, friend, how can I say this to you? I have on my soul tonight a tremendous conviction that we are living right in the very last days. I don't know how you feel about that, but I have that conviction. That's why we're running these meetings. I believe we're living in the last days. And I just wish with all my soul that I could help people to understand these prophecies. And that's why this meeting tonight is going to lay down a foundation for the greatest prophecies that you'll ever, ever hear. Listen. American friends, the founders of this, the greatest nation in the world, understood the prophecies about the Antichrist. There is not one American in a hundred who understands what the founders of America understood. 
And I just wish that you and I would understand these things and not only understand these things, but go and tell your friends and go and tell your neighbors and go and tell your church friends. You better understand those things. God helping me, we're going to talk about that starting on Monday night. The Bible says in Luke 21 and verse 10, there will be signs in the heavens. The Bible says blood, fire, pillars, palm trees of smoke. You read that in the prophecy of Joel. Luke 21, 10 says, fearful sights, great signs from heaven. And then point number 10, and we're not going to talk about that a great deal tonight because we don't have the time, but Revelation 16 says, in the last days there are going to be awful plagues, awful sores. There is going to be a, tr a tremendous deluge of heat, and then there is going to come darkness. Many nuclear scientists say this chapter, Revelation 16, is right out of the page of a nuclear scientist's journal. When I look at those signs, even if I didn't want to believe it, I am convinced that those prophecies are being fulfilled right at this very, very moment. And the theme of this meeting is to tell you about the last great international sign before the Battle of Armageddon comes. Now, dear people, I wonder, please, if you'd come over here with me to Daniel, page 857. Page 857, Daniel 2, verse 44. Book of Daniel, chapter 2, and verse 44. Daniel 2, and we're going to tie it up now with the great image of Daniel 2. And you'll see how it all, A-double-L, -L, how it all fits perfectly together. Daniel, chapter 2. And verse 44, it fits perfectly together. All of the prophecies fit together. We talked about this one the other night. Here, now it fits together. It gels together. The Bible says, And in the days of these kings, the God of heaven will set up a kingdom which shall never be destroyed. And then it says, And the kingdom shall not be left to other people. It shall break in pieces and consume all these kingdoms, and it shall stand forever. You know, the great and the good news is this, that we're not talking doom and gloom. While the politicians and the statesmen are scared out of their wits, we are not scared out of our wits. We are not talking doom and gloom. Because the omens tell us that Jesus Christ is going to come. And when Jesus Christ comes, He is going to set up a brand new world system. And He's going to rule. I was sitting in a hospital recently, back in Melbourne, in Australia. 
lady was coming to my meetings. We were running a long series in the Dallas Brooks Hall in Melbourne. Very beautiful theater right in the very heart of Melbourne. This beautiful blonde used to come night by night. Long blonde hair. She would come with her husband and her two little children. Then she stopped coming to the meetings and I wondered, where is she? Then her husband came to me and said, would you please come and see my wife? She's at home. So I went along to see her. This was a long series, not every night, twice a week. So the series had gone for several months. When I went to see her with her husband, went into her bedroom, there was this beautiful girl propped up in bed, no hair. All her hair was gone. Skin and bone. She'd been on chemotherapy. And I sat down beside that girl, and she said to me, I've come to your meetings. Two little kids there and a husband. She said, I've come to the meetings. And she said, I know there's a God, and I know there's a heaven. And she said, I don't feel that I'm ready to die. And she said, I'm scared. And so I opened up this book. I tell you, my friend, this is the book for crushed hearts. This is the book that gives us hope. And I read to that lady some of the promises that tell us that Jesus is going to come back. And when he comes back, there is going to be a brand new world. And she, I told her, and my friend, it wasn't melodrama. She is going to get her hair back. And she's going to get a new body. And she won't be on chemo chemotherapy because there won't be any cancers. And we won't need any doctors. And we won't need Medicare or any of those things. Don't you think that's good? Doesn't that do something to you? Doesn't that do something to you? When you look around this world, and when you see the crime, and when you turn on the television, and you see all the strife in this world, isn't it good, my American friends, to know that God is still on His throne, and that Jesus Christ is not dead? And He's coming back again, you see. And these great omens on the blackboard that scare, scare the daylights out of the scientists and the politicians, they don't scare us because Jesus said, when you see these things begin to come to pass, he said, Jesus said, stand up, look up, lift up your head. Because your redemption is drawing near. I say that is the best news that you'll ever hear. And we say thank God for these promises.